the last point is my favorite. You can't catch up on sleep or pile up sleep to catch up on it later as nature doesn't have an adaptation for that. A good example is you work Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday and then on Sunday unasema hiyo usingizi yote nitalala Sunday. Weekend, a weekend tu ni ya kulala. Hiyo usingizi yote ni mehema ni mehema. Hiyo usingizi yote nakuja kulipa hapa. There's no such thing as that. So, if you lose sleep, you've lost it. It's gone. You can't pile up on it ever. <laughs> I think that was like a wake up call. You know me used to think nitalala, nitalala weekend. Nitalala mm-hmm. weekend I leave. Bas. Nothing. No such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing. Yeah. yeah, you need to get into the pattern. Hello and welcome to the Magnetica podcast. This is a podcast by two 20-something friends, Kim and Phil. We catch whatever life throws at us and try to make sense of it by sharing our thoughts and opinions. Magnetica will be full of great moments, so many oops, ifs, laughters and tears of maneuvering life as young African women. If you want to have a great time and share in our experiment, tag along. Let's journey on together. Hey guys, how have you been since the last week? Uh, I've been well. Phil, have you been? I have been great. I've been doing amazing. Okay. Yes. Uh, would you like to share with us what your highlight for the week has been? Yeah, my highlights. Oh guys, I met a very cute person. <laughs> 2021 is looking up well. Anyway, I met a very amazing person, Kwamat. You guys will remember my math troubles last year, but 2021 looks like vibes is equal to up comma tattoo. But anyway, he was my week highlight and yeah, I'm so happy to make a new friend. I mean, 2021. Felix is just eyeing Valentines. After that, that that new person might never ever ever hear from Phil again. But who knows? Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Yeah. Okay. My highlight has just been working as always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Learning new things as always. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, getting back to the rhythm of life. Right. Um, yeah. After not being in the rhythm of life for a very long time. <laughs> like two months. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just feel good to be alive and kicking and active. So now that we have talked about our highlights, I have a quick question. How many hours on average, and this is a follow-up to the discussion we had last week on this podcast, on sleeping? Yes. How many hours on average do you sleep per night? Well, for me, I'd say 6 hours, 30 minutes. So average 6 hours. Six hours. Yeah, by 5.30 I'm usually awake. Okay, so for me, up until December, I used to sleep maybe five to six hours. Okay. After that, eight hours. Yes. So it's just a solid eight hours. Ish. Why You're doing clapping? well. Why are you clapping? You're doing well. <laughs> I'm not, maybe I'm doing well, maybe I'm just being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I want to, I'm sleeping away as of my life, you guys. Yeah, do you know you have 24 hours and you're wasting 8 hours on sleep? Can you imagine? But before we go any further, I'd just like to say that we are no sleep experts. We're just having this conversation because we want to have this conversation and we think it's a good conversation. And we think it's important because it was such an eye-opener and you're thinking, wow, sleeping 8 hours, am I wasting time or am I actually investing? Yeah, so just for context, I'll just give you a little bit of background um, information so that you understand why we're talking about sleep. Yeah. So I encountered a health problem in November that took a very long time to go away, which was, of course, very unsettling because I'm usually a generally healthy, vibrant, and active person. So I fell ill in November, went to hospital, and moved on with my life as usual, you know, just moving around (laughs) up and down. And then I didn't get better and had to go back to hospital again in December. Again, no progress. So that's early December. So I went back mid-December, actually also towards the end during Christmas. And this time I stopped doing work actively. Yeah. So all my field work, all my jumping up and down, I just slowed down and slowed down. Yeah. Because during this time I couldn't really do much. So I just ate, work a little, take medication, sleep. And in the process of doing so, I decided that I might as well go back to learning new things before. Because the more I rested, the better I felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, ah, I think I can start doing yeah. things that I like a little bit um, more and more. Alright. So while doing my usual YouTubing, you know, YouTube is such a great resource. I came across a very interesting talk which uh, will be linked in the description, called Why Sleep Matters by Matthew Walker. He's basically, I'll just say he's a sleep expert. Yeah, he is a sleep expert. <laughs> he's, a, he's a scientist who mm. just studied sleep. Yes. First of all, do you find that awkward? You know, when you sent that YouTube thing, I was like, is there somebody who has spent their life studying sleep? Like, seriously. I didn't actually find it awkward. Serious? Yeah. Okay. Because there's a time, the way I I usually Mm. work in a plastic recycling company, Mm -hmm. and the method we use to initiate and implement projects basically requires a lot of research research and experimentation, right? Ah. So, at the beginning of my work even though I'm a chemist which mm-hmm. <laughs> my life is really just experimentation <laughs> yeah I actually noticed that guys in western nations study every single thing like if they see a fly moving like this like this <laughs> not like that and not like that <laughs> They want to know why. They want to know why. Okay. They always ask questions about why is this like this? Why is this like that? And I was like, this is so interesting mm. because we don't have that. No wonder I was so shocked. I was like, how do you study sleep for your life? <laughs> you know? Because Matthew is a sleep expert, actually. He knows everything about sleep. Yeah. But you know, you, you might actually say, how do you study sleep? But when you listen to him talking, he's not just talking about sleep. Mm-hmm. He's talking about your heart. He's talking about your brain. True. He's talking about... Your reproductive system yeah the whole body function yes and how sleep is connected to all of that yes so it's he he just chose one specific topic but he understands how everything else relates to that topic true yeah but i find them i find those systems like in developed countries very Mm -hmm. interesting because they're at that level where they actually question everything yeah and then they study it then they build on the knowledge they already have. It's very interesting. So, yeah, a, a year ago, actually, I was shocked <laughs> by it. I was like, ah. okay, this guy is study everything. All right. So, speaking of 
science experts, there's also Brené Brown. You know, when I first came across her book on shame, guilt, and vulnerability, I was like, studies shame. And why would you even study shame and guilt? But then as you even listen to her podcast and you read her book, you realize, oh yeah, that has affected a big chunk of my life because I felt ashamed, I felt guilty, and especially vulnerability. Because, I mean, I don't want that to be the topic, but I'm just talking, alluding to the fact that you've said the Western people, they look at something and they go and digress it and find out the why. I think that's something we should also embrace. With time. Yeah, with time, definitely. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. For you to be a systemic... <laughs> systemic thing. Yeah, it's going to take a while. So that conversation uh, on Why Sleep Matters by Matthew Walker was hosted by Talks at Google. I'll link it in the description. So that's basically the context for this discussion. We are going to discuss what we found interesting about this guy's research and whether we have tried any of the tips to sleep better and how that went or is going. I also have to mention that one of the reasons I found this so insightful mm -hmm. is that it's backed by science you yeah. know, and research, which I respect so much because they are real experiments and data involved. So he didn't just wake up and is like, oh, <laughs> I dreamt about this guy's. <laughs> You know, he has a lab yes. in which he takes people or rats, you mm -hmm. know, before yeah. you test it on people, you have to test it on animals, etc. Yeah. and study them. True. And actually has data. So, yeah, if you think I should sleep when I die and you have no data, you're no sleep scientist. <laughs> And they're like, what are you telling me? Okay. Alright. So the first thing he said, which I find very, 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 very interesting and very bold of him to say, mm. is that zero percent of people can thrive on less than seven hours of sleep. Zero percent of people can thrive. Like literally, if if you sleep less than seven hours, just because you you woke up doesn't mean mm. you're okay. You're you know? Okay. It's yeah. like the same way you, you, you if you eat junk every Every day you've you're eaten. not you're not going to die but you're on the spot healthy. yeah yeah but obesity is coming high blood pressure is coming and god knows what else oh yeah so yeah. basically that's the point okay so he's like well of course your quality of life is is lessened by the fact that you don't sleep yeah you're probably going to die sooner than you think ah. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're going to 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 age like you you'll be forty, but your life is like your body is like that of a fifty year old. <laughs> You have not. Your body is not okay. Yes. Because you've not been sleeping. You've not been sleeping. He actually talks about men. Yes. And he actually mentioned how when you sleep less, the number of years of life you reduce by, which was like a decade. Oh my goodness, ten years. Like so, I've been sleeping less. So it means a decade is already gone. Yeah, we knew that is something. <laughs> and I'm here busy about something. Nope, you're right. That is something. Wow. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And then, so of course, if zero percent of people can can thrive on less than seven hours of sleep, then what then is enough sleep? And then he says seven to nine hours of sleep. And to me, that was like what? That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Seven hours to nine hours. Nine hours actually. I'm just sleeping. Hey. At first I was like, what? But you know what's interesting yeah. is that mm -hmm. I was watching another video mm -hmm. on sleeping and dreaming mm -hmm. or neuroscience. I don't remember the exact title. Okay. And the, the talk is really just hardcore science uh, at the World Science Festi Festival on That's YouTube. That's a lot of science. It's hardcore science. Like it's not, it's not like Google Talks where he's like, yeah, I'm a scientist, but let me present, let this, me present to you. this to you in a 
very in a very yeah. a, you know non-sciencey way in a yes. way that Everyone you can understand, understand the data but you can still understand what yeah. they are hardcore scientists they oh are goodness. going to throw in whatever terms whatever what, the cells in the brain <laughs> <laughs> to name them all <laughs> and one of them but I but I like this talks okay. and one of them said that you know sleep is important blah 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 mm-hmm. but he commented I think it, it was it, it was either recorded three years or five years ago I'm not sure but he said that it would be better if we can prescribe these things to human beings because mm. you know how a doctor gives you medicine it's yeah. like two times three exactly like, okay we need to be better at prescribing exercise to human beings and tell them look your body needs at least 10 minutes of exercise every day if it doesn't do that this is what will happen right mm. So the same thing with sleep. It's okay. not just sleep more, drink water more. It's drink, yeah, actually quantify, quantify and show the person the importance of every single day, like 10 minute exercise. What effects does it have, have on your body? Exactly. And make it a norm. You know, like how mm. you don't skip med, um, dosages yeah. because you know full well you won't get better. Exactly. So prescribe sleep. And But when I was watching it, I was thinking, well, there's this guy who's done the research <laughs> and has actually prescribed sleep for us. <laughs> like seven to nine hours of sleep. Exactly. If you sleep less, this is what will happen. Um, we still don't know what will happen if you sleep way more. <laughs> you know, we don't know. But yeah. we just, I think what's important is to know for now what will happen if you sleep less. Yes. Because it's very likely that you're going to sleep, sleep less. less. Yeah. Than more, more than you're going to sleep more. True. So, yeah, that's what came to mind when, when I was watching. I was like, yeah, but yeah, there's actually research which has been done. Which has been done already. Showing that, you know what, you can't you need like seven to nine hours of sleep what do you think about that you know like seven to nine hours of sleep i think it's achievable obviously with proper planning if you're in bed by 10 you know mm-hmm. and you're in bed you're sleeping not what's up yeah or and then be productive what. throughout the day yes if you're productive throughout the day you need to rest and i think what we usually imagine is people who thrive on caffeine coffee it looks cool by the way you know someone is like ah i was just watching a series or i was working on this project and i'll just get three cups of coffee and it will help me and in the discussion matthew walker mentions about caffeine that it stays in your body for six hours before it goes out so it's actually it has a half life of 12 hours oh 12 hours so it's six hours before it breaks half of it breaks down uh-huh. and then another six hours before yes. it completely leaves your system so you can imagine three cups of coffee what does that to you and i think i think seven to nine hours is achievable if you plan your day properly it's achievable for real even with traffic and all i know people are going to give such excuse yeah it's a choice. not an excuse it's a choice yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but you're only lying to yourself yeah yeah if you, if you can't look at the data and then you know mm. you look at the data and then you decide okay because what what do people do after they eat supper so you just sit down and watch tv you or, watch do, TV I don't know or on your do. phone because even washing dishes if you wash after supper it doesn't take an That hour long, or two yeah. hours yeah. it doesn't exactly okay. so i think we just waste time in between doing nothing it's yeah. not even productive because we're exhausted yeah so sleep will be a more productive activity exactly yeah okay so and and I'll, i'll keep saying this in the in the midst of the discussion just go and watch those videos yeah read the research like just do the digging for yourself listen to matthew walker he's interesting yeah so the other question was how do you know you've not slept enough and he addressed it and he said If you set an alarm, mm-hmm. which he called artificial termination <laughs> of sleep, <laughs> not till the right. Like wow, 
artificial termination of sleep. Wonderful. Thank you for calling it as it is. So if you set an alarm and alarm didn't go off, mm-hmm. would you sleep past your alarm? I would. A hundred percent. I would. I think that's why we set alarms. Exactly. So that <laughs> you terminate your sleep. Oh, yeah. Matthew, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> but if you... Of course, if the alarm doesn't go off, you just sleep past your alarm. You'll sleep past it. Yeah. yeah. You'll find yourself waking up at 8. You'll be at 8. So what actually he recommends and I actually decided to do mm-hmm. from the very first day I, I met this guy on YouTube. Okay. I don't set my alarm anymore. What? Yeah, I just know this is my sleeping time. I will wake up when I wake up. And what time have you been waking up? Please don't try this at home. <laughs> you need to try it at home. It's the safest. So I I, I I want to be asleep at 10 p.m., mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the first time I did that, I just slept, 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 woke up at 7. Okay. So that's I think that's around 9 hours of sleep. Yes. Woke up at 7. But mm-hmm. also, my sleep was very fragmented. Ah. So it was very... I used to... I woke up in the middle of the night, I you know, stuff like that. It wasn't... Yes. Like a solid... Yeah, continuously. Yeah, it wasn't continuously. So, and then it reduced from 7 to 6, 30, 6, 15, Mm. 6. Okay. So right now we are doing 6. So you wake up at 6 and no one wakes you up. I mean, the alarm doesn't wake you up. The alarm doesn't Doesn't wake you up. Doesn't terminate you. It's like my, 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 my body is just like... Yeah. Get up. And if I try to go back to sleep, you can't. there's no reason to because I don't feel tired. Mm. I'm okay. Yes, I've slept enough. Okay. So, yeah, there's no reason to go back to sleep. By the beginning, I used to feel, especially when I wake up in the middle of the night, because sometimes you can spend like three hours awake. What? Yeah. You spend like, because when you wake up, how else are you going to go to sleep? Yeah. Especially yeah. when you don't have the tools to like get you back you to get sleep. Get you back to sleep, true. So you spend a whole lot of time awake. That's so you wake up much later. Oh yeah, yeah true. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. There are times I wake up at like five fifty. Um, yeah. But today was the first time I actually had continuous sleep throughout the night. No waking up, nothing. Just me and my bed. So your your body is getting used to the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. So no alarm ever. But I know. Hey. I think you need to try it. I think <laughs> you have it. the opportunity to do it. Yeah, right I think now. now I have the opportunity to do it. But I know to time that eight. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, but anyway. But with time, you'll start waking up early. Yes. If you're going to set an alarm, then <laughs> set an alarm so that you can wake up, but not terminate your sleep. So that you wake up at seven. I'm just scared. Eight is just too know. late. I will make myself awake. <laughs> I'd wake myself awake at eight if I wait for myself to wake myself up. Yeah, but I think it's 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 but worth I feel trying like with with practice. It because even sometimes if you're in a pattern, you find your body gets used to the pattern. Even if you have an alarm, you're like ten minutes awake before the alarm or five minutes. You're like your mind is alert. So even when you are, uh, you're like, ah, my alarm is just going right now in like five or ten. It's pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then he says that there is such a thing as beauty sleep. Ha. Sleeping beauty is real. <laughs> <laughs> you might just think she was created by Disney, but sleeping beauty exists even in this real world. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just telling Phil today, and I think when also I started discovering sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that? 
immediate effect yeah. was that my skin just oh my god <laughs> all the rashes i don't know my forehead rashes are still there yeah. but this is not sleep related yeah. i know that because i just i know like now i can even tell where this is coming from mm. literally yeah. but my skin immediately was the first thing i noticed oh my god that has changed <gasps> yes changed <laughs> and i saw her the first time today in such a really long time and her skin color is is what back to normal even <laughs> back to normal i don't have foundation on my face natural foundation yes caused by sleep <laughs> the body has rejuvenated yeah yeah, yeah. interesting that was the first thing i noticed honestly yeah. that was just like think three days four days of sleep yes but they when you have less sleep first of all the first thing you notice if you're someone like me you have eye bags you have this car lazy i don't know worn out face you become ugly <laughs> i can't just say it you become ugly <laughs> you're not sparing people okay fine yes So yeah, sleeping beauty is a real thing by the way guys. If you want to sleep more for any other reason for your beauty. Yeah. <laughs> But here's why I actually was attracted to the idea of sleep. Mhm. It's that it's good for learning. The question is mm-hmm. is transi- transmitting. You remember when you used to have cards, exams mm-hmm. in school, you transmite. Mm-hmm. Is I it was- a good idea? <laughs> So he says in the talk and I quote the brain is about 40% deficient in its ability to lay down new memory traces when it is underslept and 40% is not trivial because that's the difference between acing an exam and failing it miserably oh my god that mean you know 40% is huge yeah that means your brain can literally not learn and yes. yet you're trans- you're translating to learn, to learn and retain information yeah wow you know what i've just remembered when i was in high school our high school discouraged highly discouraged translating to the fact that if you are caught translating you go on suspension yes for real for real and I've what was the reason and i think part of the reason was the fact that we've given you daytime for you to plan how you will revise plan how you will do homework plan how you will plan yourself and if you look at it so many people who went in my high school apart from the few i know there are few people who used to translate but so many people we actually got into the system and learned how to maximize our preps it totally makes sense but you know when i was in high school i felt like tunakaziwa i was like but they didn't study. tell you and they didn't tell us what why. the reason was they didn't tell us it. why yeah. and and you know what some there's a friend who actually told me mm-hmm. um that it made sense to her cuz when you're underslept you're constantly constantly tired and simply can't learn begin with it's true like it's very true you just yeah, feel umechoka yeah <laughs> you look at something and you can't you can't break it down and it's a simple concept yeah. imagine can't even grasp it you'll have to reread it again start from scratch <laughs> if you really want to understand it yeah hmm. okay so i think for me also something i found um important from matthew walker's conversation was about reproductive health so first of all when it comes to women and the way our hormones and our bodies work we need enough rest for the system to regulate 
properly. And if you're a lady, you suffer from dysmenorrhea. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it well, but I've been affected by it for quite some time. I think for like two years now, and I never knew it was a condition. that I just thought it's just painful periods, extremely painful. But I remember one thing <laughs> that my doctor actually prescribed for me was to be taking enough water and to have enough rest, especially when I know like my time of the month is about to. It was like, you need to have a calendar. You need to know this. So you need to start hydrating as early as possible. Okay, you're supposed to hydrate throughout. By that time, it's very critical because of just the condition you have, you know. So you need to do that and you need to have proper rest. And one thing, you know, I discovered was the times I'm sleeping, even when like I'm at home, for example, if it's on the weekends and I just decide to have a rest, even if it's just two hours, trust you me, I wake up feeling better and the pain is lesser, especially when I take a bath and then I sleep. I find there's a correlation. I don't know how, but when I, when he was talking about it, I was like, yeah, I have actually experienced it. I didn't link it to sleep or to some science or whatever, but I feel like there's a pattern. For your hormones to regulate, there's a lot of magic that happens and a lot of science that happens to our bodies when we are sleeping. So yeah, it's very important. Critical, in fact. <laughs> From experience. <laughs> From experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He also talks about men, but you'll need to listen to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah please. Go listen. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then there is cardiovascular diseases. Mm-hmm. This one I loved. I found interesting. Yeah. And he gave an example right, because, you know, there could be so many. It could be like so many diseases he could talk about, but he chose heart attack to, you know, like really go deep into. Mm-hmm. And he said that all it takes is one hour of sleep to observe a decrease or increase in heart attacks by as much as 24% in a day. So there's this research called daylight savings time. Okay. And you can Google it, you know. And it's a research conducted on 1.6 billion people. That is not a small sample, by the way. That's a, almost a seventh yeah. of, the, of the world's population <laughs> mm-hmm. across 70 countries. Okay. And so what it found is that when people gain an hour of sleep during autumn, Apparently, there's this thing called daylight savings in those places. Okay. I have no idea why it exists. But, you know, you just go research it and find out what exactly happens. Yeah. But people lose sleep and gain sleep. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, when they gain one hour of sleep... Okay, let me start with when they lose one hour of sleep. Okay. So, when they lose one hour of sleep during spring, heart attacks in that sample of population increase by as much as 24% mm. in one day. What? One hour of sleep. My goodness. Just one. Msilale to one hour. Heart attacks, heart attacks, 24%. 24%. And then if they gain, now during the autumn, they gain an hour of sleep, mm-hmm. heart attacks reduce by 21%. Can you imagine? One hour. So, imagine now you lose one, two, in a three. Seven hours. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and the research, the good thing about the research, it doesn't just look at the effects of losing or gaining one hour sleep on heart attacks, but also on the rate of car accidents and just general well-being. Mm. So, you know, you can just go look at it. Um, And then something else he says, which is (laughs) amazing, Mm -hmm. um, is that sleep has a terrible image problem in society, right? So, people who sleep seven to nine hours a day are seen as lazy and slothful. (laughs) 
Yeah, so there's a lot of... I mean, it's ridiculous. There's a lot of stigma associated with sleep. Yeah, I just told you, people make it look cool when you can consume a lot of coffee and survive on less sleep, which is not cool at all because you're harming your body. Yeah, so if you find me sleeping because I'm a heavy sleeper, by the way, <laughs> don't call me lazy. Yeah, but you know, ever since I started sleeping properly, mm-hmm. I'm able to take in a lot of information even more and then utilize it mm-hmm. um, during the day, basically. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing he says, and we're almost done with the pointers, because we want you to go and actually listen to it yourself. Yes. Is that there's such a thing as the way you're designed to sleep mm-hmm. or natural biological sleep time, which you can do nothing about. I think it's because it's, it's genetic. Yeah. And it's embedded in your system and it's called chronotype. Mm. So there's no one, you can't really tell me like sleep at 10. If it's not my chronotype, it's not my chronotype. If my chronotype is at 9 p.m., if it's at 11, <laughs> then 11, 11 it is. But you have to understand yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the standard is like 7 to 9 hours mm-hmm. given the research is done. And then Finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last point is my favorite. You can't catch up on sleep or pile up sleep to catch up on it later as nature doesn't have an adaptation for that. A good example is you work Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday and then on Sunday unasema iyo usingizi yote nitalala Sunday. Weekend. A weekend tu ni akulala. Iyo singizi yote. Nimehema, nimehema. Iyo singizi yote. Nakuja kulipa hapa. There's no such thing as that. So, if you lose sleep, you've lost it. It's gone. You can't pile up on it ever. <laughs> I think that was like a wake-up call. You know what I used to think? Nitalala. Nitalala weekend. Nitalala weekend I leave. Bas. Nothing. No such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing. Yeah. yeah. You need to get into the pattern. Yeah. This was definitely a very good YouTube talk and conversation. Yeah. I agree. Mm. Yeah. So basically, you know, my conclusion would be there's no such thing as sleep when you're dead, which is also what he says. Yes. Yeah. So there's no such thing in my <laughs> life, in my world. Nothing. Sleep when you're dead. Who? Oh, me, I will sleep. <laughs> I will sleep. And, and personally, given the research, which I continue to explore and test the findings on myself. Yeah. Because that's why information is out there, right? Yes. Uh, you be dying sooner rather than later when you don't sleep so yeah sleep when you're dead but <laughs> you will die sooner and go to that deep 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 deep, 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 deep sleep, sleep sooner than you expected yeah because you are not sleeping when you are alive true <laughs> <laughs> i think my conclusion for me would be i actually tested one of the things he talked about anxiety and sleep so people who have anxiety and they're insomniac you know you lose sleep because you're anxious so it's actually it was just timely that kim sent this youtube video at a time when i was struggling to sleep i didn't even talk to her or mention it to her about it but when she sent it i was like wait a minute i'm actually struggling to sleep which by the way doesn't happen i'm the kind of person if nimeingia kwa kitanda 9 10 i'm in deep sleep i'm in slumberland i'm taken so during this time, I was really struggling to sleep. And one of the things he mentions as a remedy to people who have anxiety, it's because your brain is just, you know, it's ticking, is you can try to journal. So just get a book and write. Don't think about it, just write. And actually, as you write, the thoughts that you're having, you're penning them down. So you're releasing them. And I've done that like consistently for four days. And it has worked like magic. Because after I journal, I'm like, these are the things that my mind is thinking about. And then I find that closing the book, my pen down, in bed, 
I'm totally in slumberland. The first day I did it, I was like, I didn't even notice because I slept with the book. So I didn't even realize I slept. So in the morning, I wake up, I'm like, ah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so if you suffer from anxiety once in a while, journaling should be something you embrace. But also if sleep is something, you know, you're insomniac. Insomniac is not anything to be proud or cool about as we have just seen from the research is done. So my conclusion is if your anxiety, find a way. If it's meditation, find a way to schedule that so that you can sleep better and be the right age where you're supposed to be. We don't want to be 20s and we're in our 40s. That's my conclusion. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and since we've been throwing around Valentine's, like we're there and we're not, it's January. January 45th. Still in the middle of January. Yeah. Um, you know, he has a book. I think it's called... It's by the same title. Um, okay. You can actually buy that, you know, to your Valentine's. Be like, look, we'll be sleeping a lot this year. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, please yeah. find out why. But I, I also need to read the book 100%. If, if there's a book I'll buy in hard copy, it will, it's that one. Okay. Um, and then maybe one day we can have on yeah, the podcast, the podcast. After we read the book. Yes. Um, that will be so exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys go and watch the videos. Do research for yourself. Of course, it's not the only video <laughs> available. Yeah. Just do your research and let us know what you think. Um, yes. And it's okay to, to want to sleep when you're dead. I mean, as long as you have the information and you're informed about what that does to your body and understand that, you know, it's like slow suicide. <laughs> <laughs> True. Then um yeah make your choices yeah make your choices it's up to you yeah but yeah even if if you if you decide to give a try on the journal and meditation hit me up hit me up i'd love to hear your story mm -hmm. bye guys bye